What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Spectator Mode Podcast. It's episode 102, and I bet you never thought we'd make it this far, but we did. So, surprise, surprise. Join me are Shadow William Cox. We haven't heard of this guy in, God, ever since you went to Nintendo Entertainment Podcast, huh, buddy? <laughs> it's been like oh. a, a bazillion years. It feels like a bazillion years of anything else, but heck, I'm I, I'm I'm around. I'm around. I I can stop by if I if I wanted to. Traitor! Else. You're a traitor, dirty traitor. All right, Carl <laughs> May Smart. What's up, Carl? Yeah, supposedly I'm the man that hates everybody, everybody, and everything right now. <laughs> you hate me too. Wow. Always. Damn. Damn. Always. Ten years. Still hate your ass. And Sean Garner, man. You know what? You know what? Hi, Sean. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. <laughs> all right, everybody. So, again, Spectator Mode Podcast. We've got four people on this time around. We're going to have some colorful commentary today for you. But, of course, before every show, almost every show, we talk about the games that we played. So, I'm actually going to take this one first because I've been doing nothing but playing Death's Hit. Death's Hit, jeez. Death's Door. <laughs> and no, not that old Mixer turn-based game. This is the game coming out from Acid Nerve, the same people that gave us Titan Souls. <laughs> so I played the preview a week ago, loved it, and now I'm playing the game for review. And I can tell you that because I already talked about the preview, and I'm allowed to tell you that I'm playing the game. Can't show anything or I have to kill you, but hey, you know, at least I'm playing that game. I also played some more Forza Horizon 4 because, you know, Forza Horizon 5 was announced, and I can't wait to get my hands on it, but Microsoft won't talk to me about that. So, you know, it's, it's you know, I don't feel bad about it. Microsoft, please contact me. What about you, Will? Uh, for me, I mean, finally the week the weekend has come, so I have actually been playing some games. One, I have been um, continuing on my trek with uh, Disguise Six: Defiance of Destiny, and I mean the review go provided by Nipo Ichi Software. Thank you, Nipo Ichi Software. I am working on the review right now. Apologies for the delay, but this game, even for grinding, like easily the most grindable, most successful Disguise game of, of the series. But I, of course, I just want to get my levels up there to the nine billions, if anything else. But I digress. I digress. So yes, I am working on the review for the Sky Six. Alongside, I have I actually this during today at Saturday, I've actually have um uh, finished up my Regiment Four Ring Fit Adventure, which I only have one more stage left to for beating Dragon, and I can actually quote unquote beat uh Ring Fit Adventure and finally see the end credits. So here's hoping that maybe I can work out tomorrow and finally beat this Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> And lastly, as well, um, just also been scrounging up on mobile games. Of um, been playing on Fire Emblem Heroes, which but I think by the time of this recording at eleven o'clock, we should be getting a new banner trailer, as well as yeah, just just basically new uh, uh the new units coming up later on for Fire Emblem Heroes. I was gonna say you're still playing that game. I thought you stopped. Oh man, I am in the hole. I am in the hole. Like you don't got. I mean, sure, people now have loved uh, playing Genshin Impact. For me, it is Fire Emblem Heroes. And do not get me started on Fake Grand Order. I am not going jumping into that hole. Excuse me, so, sir. Excuse me, sir. Uh, Final Fantasy has replaced Genshin Impact for most of the people around here. Well, yes, yeah, Final Fantasy, but I wouldn't call that's not a gotcha. That's an MMO. That's a that's a complete. No, it got you all right. It got you. How much is it a month? Fourteen dollars a month? Ten dollars a month? I don't remember. It got you all right. That's an online service, if anything else. Mm. That's not, I mean, gotcha. At least you pay like, for all the digital things. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They got you. All right. Uh, I mean, everybody will go take a cali. Fine, fine, fine. And uh, last, just lastly, I've also been uh, touching up a little bit on um, Yakuza 7 Like Dragon. Um, because, again, we're preparing up to, to um, for the release of uh, Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, which I really need to get back into that game. But yeah, uh, Yakuza Seven is Yakuza. What more you need to? What more you want need me to say about it? So overall, a, a good fair amount of games I've been playing so far. So overall, all right, fair enough. What about you, Sean? Well, I've been <clears throat> I finished I uh, beat Chicory, so I'm writing the review currently right now. I'm running into the problem of you like a game so much it's actually harder for me to write about it. Yep, 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 yep. It's <laughs> like you know I don't want to r- praise it too much, but then it's like I don't really know what's if there's anything wrong with it either. So that's the problem. Uh, but no, I I really love that game, and in fact, I before this game, I have never gotten past like. I want to say the most halfway through any kind of Zelda 2D Zelda type game before, but everything about this game 
aside from the actual gameplay, just made me want to keep going because it's just it's just so good. The story it tells, I love the characters, all that. everything's based around everybody's named right after food. I mean, that's that's already great in itself. But yeah, so I'm glad I got to finish that and can get this review done. And then I'm also uh, reviewing uh, Scarlet Nexus from mm-hmm. my own site, so I've been going through that and enjoying that. Uh, the combat's great. Everything else about it, maybe not uh, mm. so much, but the combat carries you through. Uh, at least, I mean, at least they got the, the important part right. Mm. Uh, so that's that's the I guess. I have beef. That. I have beef with that. I game. mean, there's stuff with it. That it's not perfect. I'm not saying that. I'm just you know. It's got good I bones. Think it's, fine. it's got good bones. For being a new band on Namco IP. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. What about you, Carl? I know you've been working your butt off, but have you had some time to take some leisure pleasure into gaming? Hopefully. The, the only time I have had has been this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, my work is in its like busiest phase of the year at the moment. But yes, I have been playing some video games, but uh, yeah, you're not going to like what I'm playing. I'm playing the Final Fantasy. <laughs> so am I. So am I. We're all playing it. Most of us are playing it. I, <laughs> I have a job well, that. I was not but yeah, um, I uh, after sending the review for A Realm Reborn, which I did on the OuterHaven.net, which everybody should go and have a read of, uh, off to Square Enix and the, and the guys there going, holy crap, this is one hell of a review. Thank you very much. Uh, they were very pleased with what has been accomplished. Um, I actually had to go and re-roll my character. Uh, no server transfers for you, sir. Indeed, <laughs> that sucks. indeed. See that—that's the thing. It's uh, no server transfers for ninety days or ninety days paid or whatever it is. I'm not too sure the actual uh, timing of it, but um, yeah, I decided rather than being stuck where I am on my level fifty on the Japanese server which will eventually go over to the Australian server, I decided, hey, I'll start a new one on American server, the same one as Keith and Josh are playing on. And, yeah, I'm currently sitting at uh, level 42. Holy crap, already? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm doing the... the I'm just doing main quests only this time. I'm not doing all the additional stuff. Um, I'm saving that for when I go to level up all my additional jobs. Um, or classes, or whatever you want to call them. But yeah, uh, just the mainline stuff, um, mainly because uh, thanks to the guys at Square Enix who actually gave me a pre order copy of um, uh, Endwalker, which came with some additional bonus items to help with leveling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I'm still doing levels, I think it's about 36, 37 quests at level 42. So I've sort of got a bit more going on with my character than most people usually do. I think I wasted a lot of my time mining and uh, my goldsmithing. I'm trying to level those up. Yeah, this this isn't the game that you sort of you do that with. Like that's a that's an old WoW habit for most of us, where we feel like you must have uh, your professions and that loaded up and everything going along with your character whereas this you don't even need to touch any of your professions or anything and you're level fine so like, but i want to make the, stuff the, 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 well all that stuff's usually used for like late game so you don't even really need it until later on in the game so there's no real point and by the time you get to that point you'll you'll be so overpowered and over level anyway that when you go to get all your crafting bits and pieces, because my god, the auction house is expensive in this game, um, you'll be able to go and burn through everything in a couple hours. All right. I, it's like, even uh, I did join a free company, uh, which is their versions of a guild, and one of the guys is like, I'm going to level my finishing, and like, yeah, go here, grab this, get, take that, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, I'll be leveled in an hour. Sounds like fun. All right. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start talking about the news for this week. And uh, this one was a big snafu. Square Enix today, 
I don't know what happened with them, but um, basically, if you purchase the physical version of Neil, the world ends with you for either the, the uh, PlayStation 4 or the Nintendo Switch. About three or four minutes later, they would send you uh, the digital download code, which unlocks the full game. I've done this for, for the Switch and the PlayStation 4 version and confirmed that it does work and have of the internet also did the same thing and to the point where Square Enix finally ran out of codes and they stopped doing it. <laughs> it's kind of funny because this game doesn't come out until July 27th, but yet people are playing the game, streaming the game legally and <laughs> spoiling the game legally. There's no NDA because they actually purchased a copy of the game. So it's going to be interesting to see what Square Enix does. If they're going to lock people out of the game because of their mishap or what? Yeah, it's uh, that was a nice <laughs> present for everybody to get the game a week early. Yep. I'm pretty sure before even some of the viewers actually got co- uh, access to the game. Yep. So that is interesting to say the least. <laughs> what do you guys think about this uh, this, this funny but interesting snafu? Uh, I mean, as much as we don't like to make fun of our corporate overlords and our bosses who give us the review codes. I don't care. Like, Square <laughs> you done goofed up. As, and the fact, like, pretty much it was the gift of, oh, we're getting a, a game that's like 10 days early? Oh, thank you very much, Square Enix. You are very kind of us. Funny. I mean, the game is done. You might as well just break the store date now. Everybody's, people have access to the game now. Yeah. Just yes, let yes. them have the game. Yes, just release it now. Release it to the wild. Just, like, cut your losses. So, I mean, obviously, probably Square Enix is definitely going to do a whole overhaul. Like, we're not going to do this thing again. Or, like, I don't know, glitch in the system or something of that sort but if it was a glitch it was a bad <laughs> glitch so no doubt about that's going he's gonna go re rehaul no doubt like, a, like it's something like like i don't know final fantasy 7 part 2 where would it happen like this then oh boy that would be cause chaos oh that would be crazy that'd be interesting too because again this is a game that a lot of people waited how long how long is this sequel like 14 years since since, since 14 the, 13 years since the ds days yes it's almost, almost like almost over the like two decades old, it feels like. So yeah, this is awesome. The fact that this has happened, and I, I feel I feel bad for Square Enix because store date's been broken or release date's been broken, but people are happy with the game now. So uh, thanks, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Thank you much. Mm-hmm. I know I one of our guys awesome. here is very happy about it. So yeah. Oh yeah, Todd's Todd's <laughs> jumping and doing everything. He, he's <laughs> he's freaking happy. Good for him. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Man. if you haven't got a chance to go and get the game, there is a public demo out right now. So there's something else. What do you guys? Think? Thanks, Sean. Carl, nothing to say about that. Nada, not, nothing. I, I mean, it's like I wouldn't expect them to bump up the release date because this happened with the uh, Final Fantasy remake where it came out early uh, in oh, yeah, other yeah, regions yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and they did not move up the date for people and and the reasons they had hey, to wait. Hey, so. you, you leave my time traveling Australianness out of this. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it's going to stop you from buying the game or anything. No. If you wanted it, you were going to buy it regardless. It's it's going to be one of those things where they, they done goofed, they admit that they goofed, they fixed the goof, and they're just going to roll on as normal. It's sort Have of like they said when, anything um, about that? I don't think they said anything. There was no they, public statement. No, no yeah, nothing, nothing publicly. But they'll just, they'll just pretend like it never happened. To be honest, but um, it, it's like, the same like, they did with that. Uh, Sony did that with Clank 2, where they went, oh, we're going to release it. And little do they know they released it for free for about three or four hours when they actually released it. Tens of thousands of people downloaded it for free. To be a fly on that corporate wall. Like, what just happened? I don't know. Oh, it, it. It, it, it would be upper management going, who the fuck? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> you know, there'd be a yep, lot yep, of swearing yep, going yep, on yep, because... Yep, yep. Um, that that is that is potentially thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, just now, being thrown away for free. Now, through, remember, through an accident. Remember, guys. So they got anybody who bought the physical game got the digital copy. So they got the digital game and a physical copy. Mm-mm-mm. So most people are going to take the physical copy and sell it because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell it. I have the digital game. I have no reason to keep the physical game. I'm selling it, and I won't get back the same amount of money. But you know what? And if I get half of the money back, it's still better than nothing because I have the game now. Thank you. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. They, wow. Yeah. They, they dropped the ball on that one. Thank you, Square Enix, for Wait, the early Christmas present. You, you, you don't have a like a refund period or anything that you can use? I'm pretty sure if you try to refund it, they'll go, oh, no, you download the game. I'm pretty how, sure. How, those... how, do they, how do they know that? How can they prove that? Uh, you put the request in on their website. You have to click the button to get access to the code. Oh, it says okay. click here yeah. to to uh, get your oh, okay. code. So the, but not, yeah. Plus, don't you get a confirmation that you like redeemed it? Or... 
Yeah. Yeah, you probably would. I was, see, I was thinking if that was like at some retail store or something, then you could find some way around to get your full money back. But I did I did try to cancel it, though. I will say that. I'm waiting to see if they'll cancel it. Because if they cancel, it's like, wow, wow. I, I would feel bad. I would feel very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. once you click the button, it says you validate it. So you can't ask for the refund. Uh... So they at least track it that way. All right. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for that. So let's move along here. Uh, the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck was announced from Valve. This mm. is an interesting one because the world was set on fire, set ablaze, because Valve came out and announced a portable gaming PC that uses a custom AMD chipset. And as soon as it was announced, it was pretty much, oh, hey, the Steam Deck killed the Switch. And uh, that is complete and total bullshit. I just said that. I said that. I, I don't like these comparisons between either one of these systems because they're, they're two completely different systems completely different mm-hmm. systems people need to stop comparing the two um and honestly i'm i'm very suspicious very suspect of valve i don't know if a lot of people have been around long enough to remember valve has made some pretty decent products and then some have been uh pipe dreams does anybody remember the steam machines their initiative to build a small form factor pcs for your living room and they pretty much canceled that because they couldn't get it right Right, right. I remember uh, the Steam Link that was to stream your Steam games to another location on TV. Uh, they killed that. Uh, they dropped the Steam controller after a while. Um, I love Valve, you know, but they've done some very suspect things. They haven't given us Half Life Three, no Portal Three, just a few things. So they came out and announced this again. Uh, handheld machine, seven inch screen is running a custom AMD APU, which is a graphics processor on top of a GPU or on top of a CPU based off the Zen 2, which is the newest chipset, Zen 2, Ryzen 2, um, eight threads, uh, um, I think it was, was it four cores, eight threads, uh, 16 gigs of memory, DDR. LPDDR5, and they released, they announced three different versions. One with uh, 64 gigs of onboard storage, one with 256 gigs of onboard storage, and one with 512 gigs of onboard storage, which you can also upgrade all these as well. Right, right. With an SSD, Valve said. Or I'm sorry, not SSD, with a high speed micro SD. And these guys went on pre order as of yesterday. And as soon as they went on pre-order, can you guess what happened? (laughs) They went out. eBay. And Valve, to Valve's credit, they did try an interesting system where you had to be a member of Steam or to be some of that to try and get access to it. Um, That really did not help. I know I was in the middle of purchasing one and the Valve screen or the, the purchase screen just sat there for 20 minutes going, working. And I'm like, did it? go through did it not go through what's going on there mine did go through but there was a lot of people complaining that the steam store simply died and yes you would be correct because if you hit up ebay right about now there are billions of them on ebay which (laughs) again is for various prices you know, yeah. and they're not even out yet, but yet you're doing this. He's like, come on, people. This is ridiculous. And um, some of them, they don't even know when they're going to get it because some of them, they they actually went and like did multiple um, like tiers. Like yeah. some are going to get it released. Some are going to get it like sometime next year. Some are going to get it way after that. So that person yep. could trick you and think you're getting the launch version. And then you paid a bunch of money to get the one that comes out like sometime next year. Like I see this as... Valve trying once again to get into the markets where they know they're not going to have success. I'm, I'm sorry, but you know the the shield as you brought up before that was their foray into trying well, no, essentially not console. Not the shield. The shield was uh, Nvidia's. Right, Nvidia. The Steam Link. It was the Steam Link. The Steam Link. The Steam That's machines. Right. The Steam machines. The Steam machines was their their yeah. their small form factor but, thing. Yeah, and it was but, yeah. It was basically their version of trying to do a console. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. You know. Then then you then you had the the controller thing which. Was the oh God, really? Why? Yeah, um, you know they they got to realize, and all these people going, "Oh, it's going to kill the switch. It's going to kill the switch." Hell no! I really hate that. I I hate <laughs> that so much. And you know, what really pissed me off about that. It's it's not that people are saying that because every time a new console or a new piece of hardware comes out, it's always it's going to kill X Y Z. You know, oh hey, this new PC is coming out. It's going to kill a console. Oh, new, the PlayStation Five out. It's going to kill a PC. It's back and forth. What really pissed me off was the fact that Bloomberg is writing these clickbait articles saying the Valve the the, the Valve Stream Deck is going to it's going to kill the Nintendo Switch. It's like really Bloomberg, really you're doing this right now. You need to stop this mm, now. But yeah, you know, yeah, like, whatever. We all we all know that Nintendo it, again. Nintendo's Nintendo. Like they they they're always been known to make 
make the games. And that's kind of what they've always been done for these past decades. So the people saying that the, the Switch, the, the deck is going to be uh, killing the Switch. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's no. It's not going to happen. There, there are two completely different ecosystems. The Switch is the only place you can go to get a Nintendo game. That's that's simply it. And even though I'm not a big fan of the Nintendo Switch, because I think that Nintendo could have brought out something with a little more hardware, a little more power to do the games more justice. I respect what it is as a piece of hardware in a console mm-hmm. and what it mm-hmm. does versus an unproven piece of hardware that right, has all the bells right, and whistles, right, right. but you have no idea what exactly it's going to do. Yes, I put down the money, five hours to reserve just because I wanted to make sure I had one, and if I decide I don't want it, I can cancel the reservation. But two, I want to see what it actually does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fact that they're doing this and they're trying to come back and have some kind of uh, resemblance in the PC market again is is interesting because they have their they have their super expensive VR headset that people aren't talking about anymore with the index, but it's great. And then that's it. I mean, nobody's talking about anything that Valve is doing right now, and they're still a great company, but they haven't done anything. They literally have not done anything, and that's why people. People aren't talking about them anymore. I, I don't know why they're like, oh, let's make this piece of hardware and we'll make it a handheld and everybody will love it. I I, I guess, whatever. We'll have to wait and see. Just regarding to what they're doing. And again, this is not, we I, we all know what happened to Stadia, like how uh, somebody just decided to come oh, into the council market. I mean, uh, for much credit, Valve, they try to do something, but again, they cancel their stuff. And with this thing, it's just like, yeah, good luck trying to break in the market. Like, unless you really got something, the fact that this is basically a portable PC machine, which again, we have laptops, we have basic things already that can do the exact same thing, but aside from the whole size factor, but yeah, this it's definitely have, have something to contend with. It's, it's, it's got to have to prove itself a lot if it wants to be a contender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that they're really trying to make it a contender per se. Uh, we know how Valve works. They, they're they cool. They know this is what market they're going to, and as long as they sell enough of them to the hardcore gaming market they're good like you know i think they know in their heart of hearts even with that fake 400 one which is not 400 because that pc games are not going to be uh they're not going to shrink in size like the switch games so like you're going to run out of space really fast with those unless you're playing indies and then even then i don't know why you're buying a steam machine a steam deck to play indies when you can just get a switch and that's so, a huge concern yeah. right there thank you for pointing that out so and like then the 400 one also is not like the other two it's actually sort of worth some of the money because you're getting an NVMe SSD so it's faster so like you're getting it's it's a really like really like that they priced it at $400 to trick some people but you're not getting something that's really worth that because you're going to have to upgrade the memory it's going to make you call I mean the Switch is the same thing you're going to have to wind up upgrading the memory too unless you just want to constantly be deleting and, and re-downloading stuff but, but like yeah. And that's the, that's the thing you pointed out. It's a 64, 64 gig uh, MVE drive, and you can upgrade the storage using a micro, a micro SD card. Why would you want to put your games on a micro SD card when that's going to run considerably slower? It's like that right there is a deal breaker. The $400 version, I wouldn't even touch. It doesn't make any sense. At least with 256, you've got some space. But even then, there are a lot of games that are too big. And, and the thing that people don't realize is they're like, we're going to install Windows on here. We're going to install Epic Games Store. We're going to install Blizzard on there. Okay, what? You're going to install World of Warcraft. Uh, goodbye to your space. You're going to call. You're going to install Call of Duty. Goodbye to your space. You're going to install yep. Destiny Two. Bye to your space. Right, right, right. You right, right. these things do not have enough space because just like you pointed out, when you install a PC game, you're installing everything. Yeah, and every update is also going to be adding even more memory to it. So you know, like this is not going to be this simple thing. And then not to mention, you get outside of our bubble here. Try to explain that to people that it may buy that and go, oh. Oh man, that's cool. I can play my Steam game. And they find out that they can't play like half of them without having to install Windows or do something else. Like they could see a lot of people returning it or wanting their money back because they don't explain that they're going to have to do a bunch of stuff to get these games to play. I think right now it's the fact that it's something brand new and people are like, oh my God, it's awesome. But when people start slowly realizing it, hey, this thing is not as great as I think it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of problems. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to throw any shade against it. I think it's a nice 
idea. But if you're trying to approach the PC gaming market, the biggest thing you need to have in there is is storage. And there is not enough storage. There simply is not enough storage. And then people are like, we're going to install Windows on there. Okay, great. But keep in mind, guys, this is a custom chipset. Windows may not have the drivers. Valve has to work with Windows, <clears throat> excuse me, with Microsoft to get custom drivers, which they may or may not do. Keep that in mind. You can install Windows and then have compatibility issues. That could be a problem. I don't think people are thinking about these things. I mean, more power to them. And again, I will be playing when I, when I get a chance because I want to tear it apart and see what's in there. Maybe we can upgrade the actual solid state drive in there. That'd be nice. I mean, that is the whole point of a game PC, right? To let me do things with it. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, we'll see Carl's, how how, how Carl, stop talking to us. I mean, we'll see definitely how it is with the release as it as it comes. So, like, is it going to be a splash? Is it going to be like just basically another mobile PC? Who knows? We're, we're, again, we'll definitely have to wait and see how how the reaction. I mean, it seems like out. even when they were showing the because uh, I watched some of the the footage that they showed from you know we know the site that got the the first dibs or whatever they were talking about it as a this is a portable PC we're selling you a portable PC so that's what they're sort of trying to go after and oh yeah we can play games or yeah you can it has a co- uh, controller attached or, or whatever that's the other thing that gets me is they're saying it's a portable pc it's a portable pc when it looks like a switch it's got buttons like a standard <laughs> controller a lot how are you going to play a lot of these games unless they already have controller functionality built in which a lot of pc games still actually don't even if they're ports of console games they are built for mouse and keyboard Okay, that's the great thing about this. You can't connect the keyboard and mouse to it. It does have then a dock. Then what's the point? Then what's the point uh, of having? Then what's the point of having a then having a portable hey, device if you have to hey. connect stuff to it? That you have to sit the stuff down in order hey. to use it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> disagreeing. <laughs> it becomes just a fucking PC. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing whatsoever. But they were like, "Hey, we got a dock, and you can connect it to a TV." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." Because some people want to really be able to mimic the switch. They want to be able to. Oh, I can put it on my TV. Oh, I can take if it you, out. If you, if you want to mimic a switch, buy a switch. They're cheaper than this thing, and have better games. Yes, but it doesn't yes. have as I guess as good a graphics or can play. Oh, oh my god! god. If, if, if you want, if you want, if you want to push your graphics, go get an actual PC. Don't go and get a pretend PC and then go look. I got something better than a Switch. This is again, like I said, I don't think a lot of people are realizing what they're actually getting. And you won't hear the shit hit the fan until they actually get it. And then they go look at SteamOS and go, okay, no, I don't like this. And they install Windows and go, okay, great. Where's my storage? What storage? Yeah. Yeah. When they go to get it and realize that they can only run two games, Doom and Skyrim. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's they, the reason no, why no, they can't they install Doom. They can't and it's still a 720 720p screen. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I have seen a Tamagotchi run Doom, okay? This thing will run Doom. I'm talking about Star Space. No, I'm talking like the original Doom, not the... Oh, yeah, the okay. Well, not yeah. the 2006 one. Uh, no, no, like the actual, like the original Doom. Yeah, and of course Skyrim, because, you know, everything has to run Skyrim by default. It, it, I mean, you can still raw. use the stream games from your Steam machine, your PC that has Steam installed. But it yeah, I, I, points. I, uh, again, 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 this is okay. I'm, I'm not trying to be that guy. I, I, know, really I, know, I know you're yeah. not. I, I, and I don't mean to like, I'm like, I'm singing you out or anything. No, 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 you're not. It's like, it's like I'm, try, I'm trying to play, you know, devil's advocate from an that's my point. Base here. And that's I'm, my go, point. I'm, I'm already going, what's the point? That's well, there's my people point. that are wanting to use it as an emulator. They want to emulate Switch games on it. They want to be able to play uh, xCloud or Game Pass on it. I mean, okay, okay, you know, the whole Game Pass argument, go buy a phone and, and just... Yeah, yeah. Most but look, look at the people that this is being aimed at. These are the people that don't want to do any of that stuff. So this is why they're saying that. So, Carl, as I was getting yeah. to with you, is, is, is this is the point that I was making, and this is, this is based on a tweet I put out yesterday. These big companies need to let people who actually are grounded talk to them about the releases. Because had you had a chance to talk to Valve and talk to them, go, so 
what is the point of this machine? Yeah. Why first did you qu- make first this? Qu- first question why that is my would be, why? Why did you make this? What is the point? Versus, yeah. oh my God, this is great. This is fantastic. It does all this. Like, okay, great. But what's the point? Yeah. What? How? I, I, what? Why did you make this? G- give me, give me the reason why you invented this. What segment of the market are you looking to attract with this device? And is there an actual market for this device? F five three. That is that is marketing one hundred and one. Is the first well, thing you have to ask yourself is what is this being marketed for? The internet and loves it. That's all it is. Oh, who gives a fuck about the internet? Everybody you, loves it. You, you put a picture of a puppy on the internet and everybody likes it. You don't oh, see five thousand do. puppy consoles. <laughs> Wait, there's not a puppy console yet. God, somebody needs to get on that now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't brought back Nintendo. Cut, cut, custom, custom PC rigs that look like. Puppies. You know why? Oh the Nintendo was fortune. terrible. The Nintendo dogs was terrible. Uh, yeah. Terrible game. Oh boy. Yeah, don't lie. Oh, I, I, argue with that. I actually tried Nintendo. That actually is actually nice. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. That game was Nintendo. terrible, though. You're you're lying to yourself. You're hey, I mean, sure you want to have the companionship in the real life, but hey, when we don't want to deal with all the crap, literal crap, then that's <laughs> next option. Get a Tamagotchi. Next. <laughs> yeah, at least Tamagotchi right. actually poops. Yeah, that's what we think about that. All right, moving <laughs> along. Since we're, since we're talking about handheld systems, let's talk about the Nintendo Switch OLED. Mm, let's talk mm, about mm, that. Mm, mm, the Switch 2. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that insiders and everybody Pro. else was talking about this Switch Pro, and every time they talked about it, Nintendo was like, no, it's not coming. Stop. No, we're not doing this. Please stop. Oh, and then but we, they came but out we know of, better. We've got insiders. And they came out, and I'm not pointing any fingers, they came out and announced Nintendo Switch OLED with a bigger screen, an OLED screen. Rip Vita, you did it first. Better speakers and nothing else. No upgraded CPU, no upgraded graphics, no upgraded onboard. Like, I'm sorry, onboard memory got pushed up to 64 gigs. Woohoo. Will, since you are the Nintendo podcast person, I would like for you to go ahead and talk about how do you really feel about this? Defend this. <laughs> as I said in the prior NEP podcast, I'm just like, this is not what I want, Nintendo. Like, Sure, this is like if you don't have a, a switch already as it is, obviously, this is definitely the purchase for you right now. But for me, again, I want something that can help me run Breath of the Wild too. I mean, again, we all know what happened in the Lost Forest in the original Breath of the Wild. That thing was chugging. So I want something to help run Breath of the Wild too proper. I mean, again, aside from the whole white color scheme, which looks very nice, I'll grant it that. Plus, of course, with the whole wider, that wide stand, which fine, about the time you address that design issue, the fact that it exposes the micro SD card slot. This I do like. I do like the fact that they stole the kickstand from the surface, but you know, yeah, and of course with the OLED, <laughs> OLED the screen, fine, fine. But again, this is not what I want. I want something to run games proper, like the moment. So. Overall, it's just like this whole entire uh, this announcement. I just feel like uh, unless you don't have a switch already, yeah, this is not what you're waiting for. Th- like, I don't want th- that extra display. I want something. I just I want power. I want power. Like once Breath of the Wild two comes out, if they announce something of the Switch Pro, then yeah, okay, then you can get me excited. But this o- Switch OLED again, I already have my. I'm happy with my regular Switch. I'm not in a, a, any stress to replace my Switch right now. So until you really give us that upgraded switch yeah this thing is a hard pass for me wow i thought you would enjoy it i'm sorry thank you for that um uh, anybody else want to partake in this uh this conversation regarding the oled switch i i guess i'll be the defender then okay i was waiting oh. for one you, you may approach <laughs> so, the stand okay so uh, you know i think as somebody that plays the switch 99 portable uh and wants something that i have the original day one switch same here same so, here yeah yeah I don't have the one that has the better battery life. My screen is actually has a little bit of a, thankfully it has never like progressed throughout any other part of the screen, but I dropped it one time and the screen apparently like cracked inside and has a little Ah, like check mark basically somewhere. So like if I wanted to give that to my daughter or something like that, or it gets worse and I do need to replace it, it does give me a replacement for $50 more that has an OLED screen that has, it's a bigger screen. Uh, it's something that like I play portable, so it's perfect for people that play portable. I love the fact that it has a kickstand that doesn't break in two seconds. Uh, you know, so like, and I can actually like take it off and, and play the Joy-Cons as they, they want you to in the commercials with people. So like, I feel like this is the, the switch that maybe they wanted to put out, but 
they couldn't. And this is Nintendo. They re- they they iterate how many times on their portable consoles. So like, how do we know that there is not still a Switch Pro coming when Breath of the Wild 2 eventually comes out, which that may even be 2023 at this point. So like, I don't think we should say that the Switch Pro is dead. It's just this is the wow, one obviously 2023. So. The Nintendo Switch is how old now? Four years old? Five years old? Hey, if if they do, I mean, maybe it's a Switch too at that point. I don't know. That's but what I'm like, thinking. You know, it came out 2017. Okay, so March 3rd, 2017. So four years old. If, they, if that'd be six years old by then. Yeah. So they might be ramping up for a new console by then. Yeah, maybe that's why they're thinking about. Oh man, COVID really messed up our timelines because they don't even know if Breath of the Wild two is going to hit in twenty twenty two at this point, especially with uh, it's still bad, really bad in Japan. Uh, right, 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 right. They, you know, yeah, they've got knocked off. So like, yeah. they, they yeah. don't. I mean, it's it's impacting the Olympics right now. Like, it's like so. I, I don't know. I think that either we're going to get a Switch too, and that's why they, they didn't really go gung-ho about this, but they never officially said we're making a Switch Pro. People just, insiders did their thing, and yes, we're talking about Bloomberg and Jeff Grow and everybody, and those are some pretty heavy hitters talking about it, but people can be wrong, you know? It's got to... Uh... Except. And again, Nintendo always does Nintendo things. Like, and of course, naturally, they have, I feel like they have openly lied to us many times over. Like, they said they're not making a Switch Pro. No, I, hard X, hard X. They definitely are making something in regards to it. I mean, perhaps it's just my personal fantasy. Like, I want to believe, but like, even if they're making Breath of the Wild 2 on the base of Switch, I know they have something else they, they want to make to basically show off its true potential. Because again, Nintendo and like Zelda and other their first party IP. They want to make it perfect, so I feel like yeah, that, that sequel, that next uh, generation of Switch, that the sequel to Switch will be coming very soon. I feel like yeah, I mean, I think that they got to know with especially that uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus coming. Yeah, yeah, Arceus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be able to see it. People are gonna be able to see how the Switch is mm, like getting mm, old. Mm, yes, when yes, they play yeah. that game. So like, and I'm pretty sure developers are seeing it that are seeing it firsthand right now. So. They've got to know that it's getting long in the tooth. I think they're just waiting for that perfect time to release it. When the Switch actually starts dipping in sales, which it's one another month. I mean, what incentive do they have to put that out right now? Right, 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 right. I mean, I think it, it, at some point it becomes a, a console's maker responsibility to look at also performance. I mean, if you release Breath of the Wild 2 and you know that Nintendo Switch is chucking along, you shouldn't release it. Or you should be making plans to upgrade that console or release another console. I mean, for your consumers, it would make the most sense. From my perspective, if you know Breath of the Wild 1 ran like crap on the original Switch, because it does, maybe you should think about that. Especially when you know the second one's going to sell like crazy. Mm-mm-mm. And I, I, I'm only. I'll, this is just my prediction, but I feel like once they have like a firm grasp on what the the, the Super Nintendo Switch is gonna be like, I have a feeling they're gonna be like set it as a bundle with Breath of Wild too. I feel S- like Super Nintendo Switch. I like the name of that actually. <laughs> I think like, with that color scheme, it, 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 it's, it's got that nostalgia factor to it. Yeah, and a nice a nice gray uh, Super Nintendo style like Super Switch. I mean, heck, yeah. if they do if they did something like with the with the Joy Cons, they just released it for uh, Skyward or like have a blue system or red system. Yeah, bring back the color systems. Then that would also be another great system seller. So yeah, like do something like that. Yeah, like the, the whole thing, like their marketing for this thing was just absolutely woeful. Like like Will said, you know, I think even a lot of the most hardcore Nintendo fans now are starting to go, hey, we want something with some power. We, we need something that's not going mm-hmm. to chug under the stress of its own games. That, that's sort of what actually made me give up on playing uh, Breath of the Wild. And actually, I went and traded it in because I got so sick of the frame rate chugging. And that was even in docked mode. It was still chugging. I'm like, when the dock, which is meant to give the console extra power, <laughs> is still chugging, you know you have a problem. And you're not going to solve that problem by adding an extra two inches to the goddamn screen. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, and, and OLED, OLED is not going to do anything except make this make, make it the battery go, die uh, faster. Yeah, to make the battery go like oh, so uh, better screen, even, huh? did, That's actually my question. Did they actually increase the battery size? No. Well, no. They did this on the last uh, variant yeah. of the Switch. Yeah, the upgraded revision. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah. you have a slightly better battery. Yeah, it's this. like the light. It goes to like seven hours, six or seven yeah. hours. Right, right, right. But right, now right. you're adding OLED to it, so it's going to make the battery go down again. Yeah. 
Mm. Instead of increasing the battery like they should have when adding OLED, they've now just gone, well, less game time for you. <laughs> it's, it's all right. People will buy it. People have bought it. People oh, yeah. People, 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 people that's how you sold out. Yep, that's oh, yeah, that's it's still everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still available on uh, Walmart. I mean, a couple of people were looking forward to it on our, on our uh, team. Yeah, but how many people want... The neon one though, because I wouldn't. I have the neon regular switch. I don't yeah, want the version of that. We don't need that. Want we want the white. It was the white. It was the white one. I was like, "Hey, get this! It's still there." And he kept ignoring me. <laughs> I was like, "I want it." The like, Kyle, it's up there now. Go get it, buddy. And every time I say go get it, he wasn't he, around. And he's around. He comes yeah. back and is gone. It's like I told you go get it. Uh, I I just wish I had a chance to get those uh the Breath of the Wild Joy Cons. Uh, yeah, they, they sold out in like 0. 0.2 seconds here in Australia, and right, the Zelda, yeah, the Zelda Joy Cons, yeah, and yeah, that was pre-order. Like that was a pre-order. It was like if you don't pre-order these, you're not getting them. It's like, oh, great, fun, thanks, thank you, Nintendo Australia. You can go screw yourself. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the Switch. So I did say I was going to bring up a topic that you guys are probably going to enjoy. I'm not really sure. So. Over the last year or so, we've maybe the last two years or so, we've been getting a lot of remakes. We got the Resident Evil two and three, possible four. Well, there is a four. With rumor of Dead Space being remade, various other games have been remade. Uh, the question to you guys is: Do you think that perhaps these studios have gotten either lazy, or going overboard, or perhaps they're just buying their time because they don't have any kind of imagination anymore. Do you think gaming in certain aspects is becoming stale if we're mm. just remaking older games? Uh, like movies. Yeah. She's like the movies. Yeah, yes, yes and no. Yes and um, no to what? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yes, it does feel stale, uh, especially from a gamer's perspective. Like, if you've played this before, you're one of those people who are going to be like, okay, give me something new and different, which is why the Final Fantasy VII Remake did so well. It's because it was something familiar, but it was different at the same time. You also got to take into the fact that this is a lot of marketing. A lot of games have gone from people who make these for a passion or have gone to make these these games because they're, they're fun, they're gamers. A lot of this is marketing-driven. It's focus, focus groups. What, take a look at the average age of gamers nowadays. The average age of gamers is starting to push the 35 to 40-year-old bracket. That's the majority of gamers. So one of the best things that is always going to sell for... Essentially, like my generation, you know, I'm I'm thirty. Not God, what am I? Thirty-seven. God, I'm old. Um, you know, what, one of the biggest things is nostalgia. You know, we we are a generation that wants to recapture its own youth because we were told we were not allowed to have it back in the day. So, and we never got to see the the types of innovation that kids today enjoy. So, seeing a lot of our old, old classics come back in a remastered format, whether it be you know shiny new updates or um, new bits and pieces, that's going to sell. Mm-hmm. And companies see that; they see marketing, they see dollar signs. So, from a business point of view, it's a brilliant move. Mm-hmm. But it also also depends on how you do it. Again, Final Fantasy VII Remake is probably one of the prime examples on how to remake a game and have it be good. Yep. But yep, then yep, you've yep. got so many people out there that are just shoveling the same old crap out with a new coat of paint. You know, hey, Capcom, how many times are you going to release Resident Evil <laughs> for your bastards? And, and to a certain extent, uh, Skyward Sword as well. Skyward Sword yeah, is what yeah. And how many ports of Skyrim have we had? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you know, how many times have we seen Majora Mask remake? You know, what are we up to, 85? Uh, you know, that type of stuff, that's not how you do it. It's basically, that's just doing a cheap dollar. So, yeah, as of your question, is depends on how you look at it. Marketing-wise, great idea. But if you put just putting out shovelware, putting out crap, nah. It's right, right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much nailed it right there. Like, if you're going to just remake for the sake of remaking, just for dollar signs, obviously that's just is a very scummy move. But, like... For me, like, like take for example the Persona series. We're about to approach the 25th anniversary of Persona, and like apparently there's gonna be like seven announcements for the series. One of the possible rumors, and a lot of people are asking, like, apparently we are getting a remake of the Persona 4 Ultimax game that was originally from PS3 to the modern consoles. And other guesses, like, for me, I would love to see, and people have rumored uh, a, a possible Persona 3 remake which from the original PS2 days. So since with the whole um, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne that just came out not too long ago, like that thing is like, 
it's, it's as I said, like it's bringing old games that perhaps not many people have played back on the original console, and especially if you're trying to get virtual retro console these days, it's like that's difficult right now. So it definitely provides an opportunity for the new generation to play these old games, and for for anyone who's who has played the original games, it gives them an opportunity to finally to experience maybe something even more, something new perhaps, like yeah. with Final Fantasy VII Remake. So Ty- uh, Tony Hawk's one and two HD. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another good example on how to do a good remake. Yes, which yeah. you'll yeah. never you get up, again. Up the, yeah. yeah, you know, but then you know, there's stuff out there where it's like this is this is what I don't get. Like a lot of the stuff that's being remade or pushed out for remakes is stuff from like the PS3 era. Okay, if you want that, you can go and still buy that stuff. A PS3 secondhand is cheap. If you want to play the games, the games are out there. They're cheap. The secondhand market for that is not as expensive as everybody thinks. I don't see the reason... The only reason why the, the remakes happen is because they're cheap and easy to, to do. You know, you just bump the graphics up from 720 to 1080 and call it a day. But, you know, we, we should be looking at remakes for things from, like, like Will said, you know, Persona 3, PS2 era. A lot of people wouldn't have played that because, again, it's a PS2 era game. Stuff from PS1 era. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Stuff, even, you know, how, how interesting would it be to see uh, something like Super Mario World from the Super Nintendo remade in that 3D um, Odyssey style? Oh, yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. You know? Stuff like that. Stuff that people haven't played in decades. Not, you know, uh, friggin' uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 again. Oh, boy. We have a game collection of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, uh, you know, the Batman Arkham series. You know, we don't need that type of stuff to be put down on, on the remake roster, specifically because it's still easily available, and it it's just not really needed, to be honest. Mm, 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 mm. Like going back on your questions, uh, Keith, regarding to if it were or not that the industry itself has been just basically have no more creativity or just like just getting lazy. Well, I shouldn't say no more creativity. It just maybe just getting lazy because there's a lot of companies that are very creative still. But I think maybe a little bit of laziness is showing. Mm, uh, like again, the part, part as uh, Keith. Um, yeah, May said, it's just like, yeah, partly one is just to make a quick buck, but also partly is because maybe there is something more to explain in that original game. Because like, not not too long ago, we also just got the news, like the pos- that like there is a, sto- a possible sequel to Final Fantasy X-2 or ten three as we like dub it here. It's just like, okay, could that possibly be ma- making a uh, resurgence again? Like, will be made for the modern consoles i mean again that we haven't played ten two, and that has been remastered for ps3 and ps4 as well as the modern consoles now so like perhaps there is something more to offer maybe who knows and we're going to like the industry itself is like mm, like i i mean personally for me I, i've been begging for skies arcade remake for such a long time and that was like back on the dreamcast and gamecube i've been begging for that and a lot of people want that as well and whether if it's lazy or not, like it's really how like the, these developers and publishers want it. Like with with Nintendo with the Shin Megami Tensei Three HD with Atlas, like yeah, like it's a PS2 game that was such a long time, and now just basically prep, basically good marketing work for uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. So if it goes for other games like with Final Fantasy Seven Remake Part Two, Integrates, all that, like. It does it allow to basically submit more of the future of the of the series? So who knows? There is that possibility. So lazy, perhaps if it's a, a simple money grab like from EA or that sort, but with like game companies that actually do care and actually put some care into these uh, re- either remasters or remakes, then I think it may be worthy of of that effort. I mean, I would say from the perspective of on on the Dead Space one, as somebody that finished reading uh, press reset and you know jason Schreier tells the story of what happened with uh, the devs and everything and what was going on at that time that's when ea was doing that like stupid season pass crap and all that stuff and you know we want we know what happened with three where they had to make it with the multiplayer and all that like i think it's it's more of a that studio's not around so this is gonna have to be reimagined redone with different people like this gives them a chance to 
make this kind of new again, do sort of a, like a Resident Evil style. Like, what can we do to to improve upon this? And and then also looking at Resident Evil, be like, well, horror games are kind of in right now. Let's take advantage of that with a known IP that people want to see back. Like, nobody wanted that IP to go away. They just wanted the multiplayer crap out of it. So, like, I think that's actually a good one when you're getting to bring that back and maybe restart that again. Like, when you're just completely remastering and doing kind of a basic thing like the Shimigami Tensei 3 one, uh, not so great. You know, like, it's just, um, not all of them are going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake. That kind of basically told you, that's the new standard when it comes to remakes of, of like, bringing that nostalgia and changing it and then continuing on with that as well of like just making that another pillar of what they do. I don't know that it's necessarily lazy. It's just, there's so many things out there right now. Like indies are killing it. There's, there's a a game for anything right now. EA has their own indie label. Like, I mean, everybody has uh, their own thing that they're doing. Like Sony just brought in a bunch of studios. I mean, Microsoft has their ID at Xbox thing. Nintendo has their stuff. Like, uh, you know, it's like the only one that you could really say is kind of shitting the bed is Activision with, you know, what you just said, Keith, with Tony Hawk and Crash and Spyro. They kind of just ruined the chances of those things continuing. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Like everybody. I mean, they're doing their own remasters of Blizzard. And, you know, we're seeing how that turned out with Warcraft. Not so great. Hopefully Diablo 2 doesn't repeat that. But like, I don't know that it's necessarily lazy it's more of like well this is another thing that we can do to make money and while we have all these other things that allow us to make continue i other ip or make new ip all right so let me ask you this then how many people have been following uh the dead space remaster remake news other than myself nobody just me okay just Fine. You, i have i have yeah okay what do you think about that because this is a company who fired the original who killed the original development team and scattered them out through the industry. And two main ones, especially Grace Schofield, who was pretty much the reason Dead Space went into were so good, is now working on his own project uh, over at Striking Distance for Crafton, uh, which is for PUBG. What do you think about... Okay, so first of all, this is all rumored. We, we will find out about this next week at EA Live. But going off the rumors... What do you think about that? Do you agree with the remake or are you kind of worried about the remake remastered because the original people aren't on board? What do you think about that? I think you do worry a little bit about it because of those people not being on board. But I think you're also having a lot of these people that have perhaps grown up with that game. Remember it fondly, like remember what made it good. And they're getting their chance to make it now. I think that we've, we've like EA has enough um, money makers on other places that like, I think they will have, leave this alone and let it breathe and be made the way that um, they're envisioning it. Um, you know, I use, there's always a worry of, are they going to be able to recapture that magic? Because that's difficult to do, but I'm trying to give a little bit of benefit of the doubt of you have so many ways to get this right. And you have a lot of time to be able to do it. You don't need to rush this out. Honestly, I'm worried just because of EA's track record. Yep, yep, yep. I am so worried about that. Anthem, of course, we can't forget about that. Um, (laughs) Mass Effect Andromeda, which we can't forget about that. It's like, hey, guys, what are you doing here? Anything they touch, it's pretty much poison. Like You know, their sports games have not been how they used to be, uh, but they keep cranking them out because they are really the only competition out there or the only people really doing it. it's it's like EA. What are you doing? Need for Speed has gone down terribly. terribly. Oh, uh, Need for Speed's been awful for so long. Exactly, uh, exactly. So it's like uh, a, a they basis. had to buy other sport uh, racing game makers because they can't figure out how to make Need for Speed good. And then the management of those companies finally left, even though yep. they were like, "No, it's not going to happen." They're like, "Oh, we're out of here." I'm I'm very concerned about this this space stuff. Uh, this space was a game series that I played before I even discovered Dark Souls. And I loved everything about them. The sci-fi, the sci-fi horror, um, the gameplay, the, the atmosphere. I mean, just walking around the Ishimura, you know, in the dark while the necromorphs are scattering around you. It was like, you you couldn't, it was an experience you would never forget if you played those games. Mm-hmm. Never. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Isaac Clark being a silent protagonist, you know, all the stuff that's going on in his head and and him just being the reluctant hero. It's just like you could have did so much more of this, but you were like, nope, that's dude did space three. And we're going to make you guys do stuff you don't want to do, like microtransactions and building these weapons with the schematics and, oh, co-op buddy, buddy shooter. And like, uh, this is yeah. not this space. What are you doing? Yep, 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 and then yep. when the game didn't sell the way you wanted to sell, all right, you guys are done. Yeah, Axel Studio. Yep. It's like, but you told us to do this. What? <laughs> I, I feel so bad. I, I'm I I am very skeptical about this. And I wrote an article about this. And a hundred percent honestly, guys, if this is if this rumor does come true, I want this to be good. I miss this space. I would play a remaster of this space or a remake of this space, but only if it's done right. You know, there's a lot of people talking about this, but I've trust me, I've been a fan of this series since the get-go. I own I still own my physical copies of the games. I love Dead Space. Mm-hmm. But I am so worried about this right now that they won't do a decent job. Right, right. Like, and I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, EA has once in a blue moon did something with, like uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That thing was actually, that that thing that was yeah, one of the Yeah, but that was moments. because that was, you know, a great. And that was because Respawn had complete and total freedom. EA was like, we're not going to touch you. We're not going to bother you. Go do your own thing. Go. Right, okay, right, great. Right. Fantastic. Thank you. Then what the hell happened with Anthem? <laughs> mm-hmm, what happened? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> like, what What happened? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe perhaps of the fault at Bioware or of that sort. It's just like... This, this just is just why, there. I mean, in my mind, I've already written off Dragon Age, the next Dragon Age. Right, I, right, nope, right, right. nope, I, nope, nope. No faith. I'm done. No faith. None. Mm-hmm, None. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fool me again. Nope. We'll see what happens, but nope, I don't care. <laughs> you know, and I feel bad for people that are very fi- are big fans of Dragon Age and like they they get excited for the, the you know the, what they seen, but I'm like, nope, nope, nope. They're not going to trick me again. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. I, I I wanted to spring that the question on you guys because again, remakes they're popping out of everywhere. Everybody's got a remake here or there. You know, and I don't think that maybe companies are getting lazy. I do agree that it's a quick buck. Technically, not a quick buck because you're talking two, three, maybe four years development time right, right, right. for them to get some kind of returns back. But it's better than making a brand new IP mm-hmm. or a sequel to an IP that may not do good. That was why I wanted to spring that question on you all. And that was a good reply. So that was a good one. I think, though, we're at the end of our show. Ooh, Unless anybody has anything that they want to talk about before we disembark. Uh, I mean, right now we are, pro- I mean, again, we're halfway in June right now. We're going into August pr- pretty soon now. So, I mean, the only thing, I mean, here, I'll, I mean, partly for me, I'm just waiting for uh, No More Heroes 3, which is coming out in August. But Of course you are. <laughs> I mean, what? What? I know there's something coming come at the end of July. I can't well, remember. we got, we got, well, remember, we got EA Play Live, which is July 22nd. So uh, okay, okay, we, okay. we'll be talking about that. Okay. I might do it. Uh, I might stream it depending on how what time it is i don't remember and because i really want to see if they are going to announce a new dead space um i think as far as an event that is the only one that i'm aware of Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah annapurna has their thing i think like a week later right Mm-mm-mm-mm. they always have some decent indie games there i'm i'm trying not to get myself hyped up for whatever this Special EA sports thing is don't, on the 20th. Don't, <laughs> like, don't, don't. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to get disappointed because it's probably going to be some mode in Madden or something that they're adding and not some actual, like, <laughs> we're bringing back one of our games that we haven't had in a while. Oh, I'm already pissed off about this sports stuff I th- because of what they did to FIFA uh, 22 oh, for the yep, PC. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so you know, for those who don't uh, – thank you for bringing that up. So for those who aren't aware, EA pretty much went and said, hey, FIFA 22 for Xbox Series X, S, and PlayStation 5 for getting the brand-new graphics engine. Um, well, the, the brand-new game engine, I should say. But the PC version of the game is not getting it because they want the PC version to be playable by everybody who has a PC. And uh, the back of my head, I'm going – you know that PC games are scalable, right? If you can't run with all the bells and whistles, you just turn stuff down, right? This has been a thing for forever. You know this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what's your real excuse, EA? Mm-hmm. <sighs> they don't want to do that. They don't want to have to put it into the PC version. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 uh, it's um, what is it? It's a, uh, it's a motion capture tech, and it's pretty yeah. cool. It basically pretty much 
actual it, it changes the way animations are, 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 are showcased in the game. And for what they showed us, though, the official trailer, it looks pretty amazing. I don't play soccer or football, excuse me. I don't play those games, but I do look at them and go, wow, this is pretty cool stuff. And then as a mainly PC gamer, and I look at this and I go, okay, you get old stuff. And I'm like, why is this a thing? Why are you, why are you doing this? And why are you lying about it? That's the, that's the biggest thing. I mean, if you came out and said, we just don't want to give it to the PC. Okay, great. But don't come back and tell me, oh, uh, because your PCs can't handle it. Like, what? What do you, what are you smoking, dude? Yeah, they just Deuce? don't want to have to figure out where they want to do the minimum and maximum spec for that and all the all the stuff you have to do with the PC. And then not to mention that, too. Like, we talk about, like, everybody was in a tiffy about the Ghost Tsushima thing. How do you do a $40 upgrade from PS4 to PS5? Like, that's, that's insane to me, too. Like, well, I could tell you how. <laughs> I can I mean, tell you how. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you you went to the other end of the spectrum. Like, some people are doing 10, like, 20. Okay, now 40? Like, Especially Lord. after Death Stranding, the director's cuts, like, $10 upgrade. All right, cool. Nope, you're going to pay $40. Wait, so I'm just paying you $20. You know, for $20, I'm playing for a brand new game. Yeah. What? Why is this a thing? Yeah. Yep. Gaming industry, folks. That is what we like to see. All right, I think it's time for us to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, before we do disembark, we know a lot of people have listened to our podcast podcast we've actually hit again episode 102 and the downloads are uh doing great so thank you for listening to our show but we want you guys and gals and everybody else to comment you know if you're on apple Podcasts or google Podcasts or spot spotify whatever, leave comments let us know what you think about the show either you liked it you don't like it maybe we should talk about certain things that we aren't talking about let us know um, also, Apple Podcasts, please continue to rate the show. That helps us out tremendously. And if you're somebody in the game industry, or maybe you want to be in the game industry, or maybe you're somebody like a PR or whatnot, and you want to come on the show, hey, ask us to come on the show. We're entertaining guests all the time. We would love to have people come on the show. Trust me, it'll be a lot of fun, and we don't bite much. Well, I can't speak for Carl. Well, you, you do. <laughs> see, see, there you go. But you, you, you want some, you want some truth telling, some unfiltered, you know, straight up talk. Then yeah, book me on your podcast. Just have the eight, <laughs> the eight second delay because I do like to say f- a lot. Yep. See, there he goes. All right. <laughs> but on yeah. behalf of myself, Carl, Will, Sean, thanks for checking out episode 102 of Spectrum Podcast. We'll see you all later. Good night. We love you. Bye.